Hello. Good eve. Good. Uh, good. All right. All right. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. I had, a, I had a busy day today in comparison to normal. Been uh, shopping for my holiday. Oh, it's all right for some. How the other half yeah. live? Where are you going? Uh, Zante. Party Island. With how many... Is it an island? I don't know. With boys. Boys and girls. <laughs> uh, yeah, boys. <laughs> My mates from uni. Right. For how long? Uh, seven days. or well, six nights. Oh, nice. When? Uh, yeah, middle of June. Middle of June. Not long now. Can I come? If you want. <laughs> you deserve it. You've done a lot of studying. A lot of podding. Yeah, had a couple of exams, this, that, the other. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, go treat myself. Yeah, nice. Wonder if you f- you'll get find a holiday romance out there. Nah, I, it's not my it's not my thing, romance. No, it's not, is it? Don't believe in it. <laughs> Don't believe lo- love isn't even real. Wow. Have you learned that off your mum? No, 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 actually. Probably, probably, of, if anything, off my parents, I've learned the opposite. They yeah, love each other I was going to say, much. what have you learned? But you... I don't know, I just don't believe in it. I think it's a load of crap. <laughs> okay, well, welcome to my new football club, everybody. Tell you what, we get we get some hate on XWeb, me and you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, did we're you, have, not, did we're you not have a look? Yeah, my dad sent me one. He thought it was funny. What is, what is up with them? Jesus Christ. Know. They weren't, they, a lot of them weren't happy with my comments about not going there. I stand by them. Not going where? Pit, going to XWeb oh, right, for your right. uh, information. Yeah. They, a lot also, of them seem... Also, yeah, a lot of on. people aren't happy with Colonel Trandy's yeah, well, transfer suggestions. Right, let's, let's clear the air, because I think this needs to be... Let's, let's vocalise this. No one suggested in the episode that those were going to be our signings. That He was just specifying who was available... Who would be good? Obviously, these players would be good because they're on exceptional wages. And it was just a bit of a laugh, a little bit of inspiration, hope. We're not actually the scouting team for Exeter City. You do know that. We're not We're not actually signing any of the players that we suggested or think we'd like or recommend or have nice hair or have nice legs. It's a joke. People need to chill out. I, I, heard, I don't know what it was. I saw some bloke said, you know, I like John, but, you know, I can't remember exactly what the message was, but... If he's not going to talk about Derek Potter, he's from 1968, then I'm not fucking interested. Yeah, just saw that. Your <laughs> Some, a lot of a lot of them didn't like the fact that I had no knowledge of history. Well, sorry, mate, but I wasn't born then. It's kind of a pointless statement from me because, well, no, because like you could say the same about anything, right? You could say, well, I wasn't around in World War Two, but I still know about World War Two. But where this podcast is very difficult to talk about the past because for starters i've only been on this planet 21 years maybe like 17 of those or 16 15 of those you're conscious so i'm just trying to learn about the clubs all along cut me some slack cut me second of all david's been here a year or two nearly now yeah so cut him some slack um and if anyone's got a problem from xweb come on come on oh let's have the xweb sessions Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm happy to talk to anybody from XWeb. Come on, voice your opinion. Get be, get 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 out of that alias that you've got, like Grecian Army Member 44 or whatever. Oh, that'd be you amazing. Are. Yeah, come on. Please come on, genuinely. I like XWeb. I go on there going, oh, they're chatting about this new player. and I like them. I mean, to be fair, I saw one comment on there. So, you know what it's like. I, I don't really want to read. No one wants to read negativity about themselves. This podcast but... is so niche. But a lot of people were saying, like, cutting me some slack, like, oh, if he'd read it a couple of years ago, he would. I understand where it's coming from. So maybe XWeb has changed. Right. Maybe it's not as negative anymore. I don't know. It doesn't I don't seem really. that negative to me. They seem all right. I mean, I mean, it's, it's slacking it's like, us off, but sure. Yeah, I mean, we can take it. We're grown. Always oh, buddy saying, oh, I don't listen to them. I listen to the other bloody Exeter podcast. As, as if, like, that's not... You can listen to whatever you want. Everyone can listen to what they want. There's no aggro. We're not trying to be the best. We're just here to have a laugh. So t- t- tonight is favourite, least favourite moment of the season. And I thought it could be a nice little cosy look back. Yeah, just a chilled, relaxed, no aggro. No one can get angry over opinions, can they now? So Colonel Trandy's joining us. Uh, yeah, good. 
Um, he's basically the ear for, uh, the lower league um, Fabrizio, Fabrizio Romano. Romano. Yeah. Um, not our words, his words. So. Oh God, I feel bad. I feel bad for Colonel Trandy because he he only came on. He did so much research and so much work just for people to go. That's not realistic. We're not going to sign him. Oh only my that. God, Auntie Sony, fucking Bellend. <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird. They're so protective over. It's so over, over a player that's not even theirs. They like no. That player belongs to nobody. They're out of contract, and they're like, "Wow, we can't afford him." Blah blah blah. Well, okay, great. We might not be able to afford him. We never said we could. <laughs> Maybe even open up the fact that there is a possibility, or that these players are free agents or are out of contract or whatever. As soon as you suggest one player, like no, that's completely. Re- I'm switching the podcast. Off. Yeah. Anyway, we've got that off our. Ch- Yes, we welcome go. to the show, Colonel Trandy. He'll be banging on about it for ten minutes now. Oh, Kurt, the Colonel. <laughs> I love Colonel Trandy. Here he is. Here he comes. I wonder what he's got to say about. I mean, to be fair, Colonel Trandy got a lot on Twitter as well. Yeah, oh, that's a worrying thing to come in on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, shush now, John. <laughs> How are you, Andy? I'm very well. Can't see, um, can't see you, mate. You in hiding? Hello. Yeah, I've changed my name, and uh, again, uh, we hey. there we go. <laughs> so, how's your <laughs> how's your week been? <laughs> Ruthless, aren't they? Yeah. Well, you're a lot of friendly. Um, but you know, there's some people kind of doubting that any of the predictions are going to come true, but I want to probably say that they weren't predictions. They were just information about players who might be out of contract. So that, you know, there might be some, and I said at the time, I think there are going to be some that are probably out of range in terms of affording those players. But, you know, I think there are also some that are a bit more realistic. Yeah. And a bit more um, along the lines of, of what we'd expect to see. So, well, I'd just like to say, Andy, thank you for all the work and research you did. Because although, and we, me and David were fully aware of the fact that these weren't. Well, this wasn't. is who we should sign. This is who we should sign. I wasn't. Um, okay, I was. Um, and you were just simply suggesting players that were out of contract or you know free or available or whatever, and you weren't necessarily saying we could afford them or they should come. This, that, the other. So, I appreciate the research you did. And to anyone who didn't, fair play. Um, just going on X-Web. Um, I enjoyed the latest transfer spec. Are you allowed to read out people's? Yeah, of course you are. Okay. Once it's on the internet, you can, okay. can do whatever you want. I enjoyed the latest transfer speculation episode, even though most of the options suggested were ridiculously optimistic. David McGoldrick, we could just about his for- afford his left leg. Still an entertaining pod, though. And, uh, but I'm with him and not wanting any Argyle players at City. That includes Hurahan, who is another player we would not be able to afford, Andy. Okay. <laughs> My right to reply on that is I didn't suggest McGoldrick, so don't, you know, right. listen back. Who did? You know. I think you might have asked for it, didn't you? One of the callers. I think I think one of the callers asked for Oh, bloody callers. Um, letting us down. And Hurahan was mentioned in passing because um, I've only listened back about eight times to get my <laughs> to get to get my legal uh, facts in but he, he was mentioned as a older player who is available when we were talking about Sam Clucas which I didn't also didn't mention um, and that Hurahan was another player I looked at but we didn't think was possible so yes we mentioned him I mentioned Busquets as well at the start <laughs> I think the problem was people had just heard the name and then not what was said after and went, oh, they must mean we want to sign this person. Oh, class, classic, classic human being. Jumping the gun. Uh, this is from... Listen, listen eight times and you'll be fine. X-Web, <laughs> this is from uh, Barbara Watson. Core, Colonel Trandy sounds sexy. I wouldn't mind noshing on it. I'm not going to read that. <laughs> oh, Barbara's 75. <laughs> <laughs> is that the only name you can think of? You suggested that wasn't real. No, it wasn't real. I made it up. Um, <laughs> so, how, how are you feeling after the last week? Have you been? Is it been? Is it shaken you? Not at all. No, it's, even, it's made you hungrier. When when Fabrizio Romano 
pre- uh, predict a transfer going through and in the last knockings of the deal, it falls apart, he'll probably get some abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the, you know, that's, I kind of feel his pain because it yeah. feels a bit like it. But I'll be interested to see how many of those picks do end up getting picked up. It's it's likely to be zero, but there might there might be one, there oh, might be two. Wouldn't it be um, lovely if we get it there right, we can turn around and yeah. give him the bird. I mean, let's be realistic. We probably haven't got any right, and I think that's fine because we're not professional football scouts or anything like that. We all have, well, some of us have jobs. Um, this is about players we wanted. Yeah, it was players we wanted and players that uh, that were available, not players that we were going to get. Yeah. We're very, um, very bright individuals, and we know what's what. We're aware we can't sign David McGoldrick's left leg. Yeah, so, but I like the idea that you are the lower league Fabrizio Romano, and I think within two years, everyone's going to be uh, wanting a piece of your ass. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, by, even by saying that, I've set myself up for some extra web abuse. Yeah. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Um, I do. I know. I know that we're not on topic with this today, but I. I don't know whether or not I. I can send you some updates. Oh have yeah, updates absolutely. That. Update of me. Of course. Of course. Right. Update okay. Me. So. So a couple of. Uh, a couple of updates. Uh, Regan Paul, Sam Smith of Cambridge, Josh Emmanuel, who's also mentioned last week, all definitely released. Um, it has been confirmed by the retained lists. Um, Cambridge seem to have got rid of most of their front line, um, and I know they didn't finish. I, I know they didn't finish particularly high in the division, but there was some interesting-looking players on that list um, who all looked, you know, half decent. But I'm sure Cambridge fans. I think your, your Cambridge fan who's not called Dan will probably come in and um, <laughs> maybe suggest something there. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a couple. There was a couple of interesting championship releases in their retained lists. Uh, Luke Amos at QPR, who is a centre midfielder who was at Spurs a few years ago, um, was, was quite highly rated when he went there. Uh, and another ex-Tottenham youth player, Tashan Oakley-Booth, who was in the, I think we had an under-18s World Cup win a few years ago with, with a few players in it, uh, including Phil Foden. He was in that team uh, and he's now been released on a, on a free. Um, Harry Smith's been released, who obviously had a very brief spell Exeter, I believe, last season. Uh, but he is now a free agent. Luke Southwood, Andy. Any news on Luke Southwood? Not on, not on my list. That surprises me because um, you normally got your finger on the pulse. <laughs> finger on Luke Southwood's pulse. Um, and the other one I found was Albie Morgan, who's a centre midfielder at Charlton, who's also been released. Again, looks a good prospect. Only twenty-two been playing in the division um so again could hit the ground running so another interesting one there and then there's a there's a veritable fire sale going on at blackpool mm. um four or five players who got relegated in the blackpool side from the championship um all looked potentially good keshi anderson is a center midfield uh, center attacking midfield jordan thornley center back chris maxwell who's an experienced goalkeeper and Luke Garbutt, who was a left back, all all looked like players that could do a job at League One, um, given the uh, acceptance that they'll be coming down into League One and, and have been released. Um, on, on the, the counter to some of that good news, hopefully I've not um, uh, oh. said anyone controversial there, but a, a counter uh, to that is that some some not so good news. Paul Smith and. Uh, our friend uh, Lawrence Vigarou from Lake Lorien have both received new contract offers, so they may well not be going anywhere. Um, they have, uh, Rochdale have extended uh, by one season the trigger the extent uh, the extension clause for Abraham Oddo. I'm afraid. Oh no! Do you know what? I, I had this little fantasy that he'd turn up, and I'd go. I wonder if Gary listened to me. I wonder. Well, no, I'll just let, I'll let that hang. He'd have to be bought now. I'm, I'm not sure what the fee would command, but oh. he'd have to be purchased rather than... Pinnock's um, gone. Pinnock's staying at Northampton. Pinnock has gone. Yeah. He well, is. he's ruined that, and he's ruined that. Pretty miserable. And, can I, and also, for for our listeners who don't know, who follow uh, Exeter with sort of one eye, you sent me this, Andy. This news was 
players at Exeter out of contract and departing. Jamal Blackman, Jack Sparks, and Giovanni Brown. That mm. means, so that means they're going. They're, they're going. It means their contract hasn't been renewed. Yeah, so they are free to go. Doesn't oh, mean okay. we won't offer them. In, it doesn't mean we won't offer them another deal down the line or whatever. But at the moment, they have no club. Yeah, they could go wherever they want right now for free. Players returning to their parent clubs: Stansfield, Chalkay, White, and Harper. I mean, that is jeepers creepers. And I read somewhere that Gary Caldwell said something like, "We need between nine and eleven new players." Now that. Pumps my nads. Ten, ten then. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Yeah, ten. I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we can't suggest anybody because it's going to get poo-pooed. So. Oh, I can. I can suggest yeah, it. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suggest who you want. Suggest to, Actually, you know what? Let's wind everybody up. Oh, Yeah. You never know. You never know. It's a funny old game, Greasy. So I've been doing a bit of bit of kind of, you know, what's been happening um, in the league this season, and uh, a few facts and figures that I might kind of spray into the proceedings as we go through. Sure. But um, we mentioned Cole Piagiani last week. Yes. Uh, so a couple of little facts about um, oh, yeah. Steve Inage's, uh Centre back. Um, he uh, the first car he ever bought was a Vauxhall Corsa. Hang on a minute. Let's let's hang on. The first car Carl Piaggiani ever bought yeah. was a Vauxhall Corsa. Okay, Andy. Yeah. Can, can we know how you know that? No. <laughs> no. Okay. You do not ask Andy how he knows things. I'm just going to look up Vauxhall Corsa. I mean. It, He's done well to fit in it if he was the same size at 17. Oh, right. So we're going back 15 years. Yeah? So we're, we're talking mm. 2007 Vauxhall Corsa. Fucking hell, that's rank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any um, other facts? He he doesn't drive a Vauxhall Corsa anymore. No. Okay. Um, he has upgraded to a Volkswagen Tiguan. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that nice is mail. nice. That is nice. It just sounds nice, Fam- doesn't it? Family SUV. Um, That's a nice car. I'd have that. I'd rip your arm off. No no detail on what colour it is, unfortunately. Right. Um, That's, not, and That's then, not good enough. No. And then one final You're bit. You're going to get slated for that. Oh, he went on there and he bloody didn't tell us what colour it is. I'm sure a Stevenage fan could possibly tell us. Um, what colour it is, um, and then and then just another bit of uh, fact, stroke, uh, you know, reasonable speculation is that um, his rumoured thigh measurement is twenty five inches. What is going on? Um, what are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> hang on, um, this is a little fact of one of the transfer uh, possibilities. Yeah, so, hang on, twenty five yeah. minutes, uh, not minutes, twenty five um, inches. <laughs> inches in it takes to go round it. <laughs> 25 inches it's a that is the equivalent of yeah so just to put that into context that would be 10 tennis balls that he could strap around his thigh uh, 4 <laughs> dollar bills uh, 4 dollar bills yeah end to end. End to end. horizontally yeah, yeah. Um, or wrapped around 3 size 5 shoes heel to toe <laughs> wow how um, many tennis balls Ten. Ten. That's a lot of tennis balls. Tennis balls. Right, I'm going to yeah. have a look at my thigh. One, two. I reckon mine's eight. What is it? How, sorry, how many size five shoes? Three size five shoes. And we're talking about junior sizes rather than baby sizes, I think. Yeah. What do you mean here? What is it like a Pigiani like, website? No, this, this is just my... <laughs> okay. The black book of death. The, 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 I've got everyone's inside leg measurement in here. God, it'd be lovely to find who has got the biggest leg. Well, let's welcome. Um, come back to your black death of uh, black book of. Um, let's, <laughs> let's welcome Paul Satterley on to see uh, what Paul's favourite and li- he's gone. Wow, it's just an <laughs> empty. Ch- what the hell, Paul? Here he is. 
Oh, he's, c- he's connecting his audio. Oh, okay. He'll be with us momentarily. Well, while we're waiting for Paul to connect, may I say, one of my favourite moments of the season is Giovanni Brown's winner against... <clears throat> Can you remember, John? Uh, yeah, well, no, not not his winner against... Like, describe the It goal. was under the lights. I'm pretty sure it was under the lights. I can't remember now. I wish... <laughs> We won 3-2. Can you remember it was the long ball from Jamal Blackman in about the last two minutes of the game? Oh, for God's sake. Was it away? Was it away? No, it was at home. I was watching at home. It was 3-2. It was a wonderful game, and I can't remember who it was against. And he scored an absolute peach, curled it into the... We're going to have people shouting at the... uh... X-Web's not going to be happy. Can you hear us, Paul? No. I think audio, I think connecting audio means he can't hear us or he can't speak. Ah, uh, well, let's welcome Paul. Ring us back when you can. Let's welcome Ian on onto the show. Yeah, so that was a great uh, moment from me. There, we could uh, neither of us could remember the actual opposition. Or Ian, the... Ian might know. Ian might know. Ian will know. I've got I've got hundred percent faith. Oh, I think it was Peterborough. Peterborough. It was Peterborough. So yeah, sorry, it was Peterborough. And it's Giovanni Brown scored in the 91st minute. Yeah, yeah. We went 1-0 up. Clark Harris got an equaliser. Then they went 2-1 up after 81 minutes. Sam Nombe equalised 86. Uh, Giovanni Brown, 91st minute. And that was your favourite moment? No, one of my favourite moments. Okay, yeah, no, okay. So oh, it was a great on. moment. It was a great moment. Was Were it you un- out your seat for that one? No, it wasn't under the lights. During the day. Okay, well, actually, it might have been the the goal might have been under the lights. I think the it goal got dark. The go, yeah, the goal was under the lights. It was just one of those. It was one of the best games of the season. I think we us coming back two one down, five minutes left, cracker. Yeah, we gave him gave him a good game, didn't we? That yeah, game? and they they they've obviously just battered Sheffield Wednesday four 0 in the first leg of the playoffs. Yeah, um, so they are obviously no. How no gutted joke would you be? How gutted would you be? Well, I mean, they could. They still technically, you know, got a chance Sheffield Wednesday, but it's, it's a very slim one, very, very slim one. That's that get that posh game is the one where Clark Harris scored that good goal, didn't he? With his on the volley, and it was yeah. And he went up no, to the yeah. big bank and um. Yeah, get, gave it the big and didn't he in front of the big bank, and then what happened? His side lost. Yes. Yes. Got, uh, speaking of Sheffield Wednesday, I, for later on, I do have some Delhi Bashiru facts. Oh, please hit yes. us now. Well, well, well. I'm All just, right. I'm just asking, seeing if Ian wants to. Jo- Are you there, Ian? Are you there, Ian? Ian's. Why is everyone having trouble connecting their audio? We're all alright. Give us some uh, Delhi Bashiru facts, please, Colonel Trendy. So, last week. David found out through his nefarious Googling that Delhi Bashiru was on about £5,000 a week. <laughs> this was this was questioned by John. Um, but let's say he did uh, do his research right and it is correct. If he does that, if, if, if £5,000 a week is his uh, uh, weekly wage, then he could expect to get a mortgage of between £900,000 and £1 million based on that um, which is uh, what are the the monthly repayments Uh, I didn't go that far I can find out in a minute oh Ian's connected his audio we got Ian are you there Ian can you hear me guys we can hear you oh there we go can you see me no I can't see you oh man don't worry about it we can hear you (laughs) Um, you're an Exeter City fan aren't you I am indeed Uh, well basically Favourite moment, least favourite moment of the season. Have you got any? Ah, favourite one, and I'm, I expect a lot of people are going to say this, and it's going to, but it's got to be Jay Stansfield um, scoring a hat trick. Yeah, uh, last game of the season, and also sending Derek Adams back down the league to where he belongs. And it, yeah, absolutely cracking. Yeah. It's a good shout. It's a very good shout. I wanted a bit more spice on the side from Derek Adams, but it's felt like it was going to boil over at one point and then it calmed down. My favourite moment of the season was a bit boring. What was yours, John? My, well, mine's a bit boring, but it was it was that first game away at Lincoln where I thought, we'll be all right. We'll be okay. Yeah. It was that realisation. I was like, okay, oof, we're not completely out of our depth and it was a little bit comfortable. Okay. 
That's oh, brilliant. That is a really boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it a one-all draw? One-all draw. Giovanni Brown did a little bit of magic, and I thought, okay. <laughs> so you hit your heights, like end of August or something. After the, after the first 90 minutes of the season, I was at my highest. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, Ian, have you got a least favourite moment? Um, well, I, I don't know. I, to, my honest least favourite moment is uh, the whole Giovanni thing, but I don't really want to talk about it, to be perfectly honest. Um, but if I was honest, that would be... But I, I, I don't want to give the guy... I don't want to talk about it. No, um, but the potential of losing him is rubbish, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, So, So in behind that, though, I think uh, our guy are doing the double... Over the season, I think it's um, it was uncool. But having said that, I don't feel nearly as bad about it as losing to Plymouth has done in the past. For some reason, it's, it's been such a good season. It's been such a positive season. I, there's nothing can seem to get me down about it. You know, not even getting stomped six by Peterborough. So what? It just you know, it's that normally I'd be in a, a depression for a fortnight after that sort of kicking because it was awful why is that is that you're just appreciative that we're in league one mid-table i just i just think we've played so well on the whole this season to be where we are in the league we've absolutely shown that we we belong in the league and my my uh target if you like at the beginning of the season was to finish above the teams that came up with it that was that was that was basically what I was shooting for, and we have absolutely outplayed those teams without a shadow of a doubt. And we've we've looked like a a, a team that looks like it needs to be in League One, definitely, if not going up. And you know, I, I mean, it's it's been so good and so positive. And the beginning at the end of the season, we're beginning to see what Coldwell is doing beginning to see it's all coming together it's beginning to and next season i'm so so excited for next season i think next season will be brilliant really because um, i mean i've read a lot of people saying oh we're doomed next season because we're uh, well, but then i'm hanging out on x with a bit yeah well there you go and just well just football social media in general yeah. is like it isn't it i'm it with you what you do I'm with my, my partner is a, a latent orient fan and Orient fans are awful for it. The slightest little thing, and we're all going down. The club is ruined. <laughs> Sack a lot of them. Did it. And it's and it's just that's just football. Social media is like that, isn't it? I, I'm with you. I'm with you there, Ian. I, I I think the less you can use football social media, the better. I think it is for your overall perspective of football and life in general. Absolutely, absolutely. Ian, have you ever met I, um, the lower league Fabrizio Romano, Colonel Trandy? Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, lucky for you, he's here. you make that response? <laughs> he, he didn't sound particularly excited, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. No. And that's fair enough. Listen, that's fair enough. give it two seasons... And they will be eating out of your hand. After two seasons on the My New Football Club pod, everybody will be snapping yeah. you up for an yeah. appearance. So, oh, Ian, yeah. did you hear Colonel Trandy's uh, suggestions? For... No, I didn't. No, no, because I, I didn't have any audio. <laughs> oh, no. From, I don't know if you heard last episode, but all the um, all the possible... Oh, no. Yeah, no, I tried to get on that one. And again, that all sort of went wrong. So I didn't. I haven't listened to it back that right. at all. Well, but yeah, go, go for it. What, well, have you, is there two or three that you can remember, Colonel Trandy? That have... <laughs> um, you don't want to make this is Dave. This is bring back some PTSD. This. Oh my God. Well, it's people. It, it, we will stick with the people who are still on the list. So Regan Paul is one uh, centre back or full back. Um, yeah. We like the look of a couple of possible loanees. Um, Ed Turns, who's at Brighton. Um, a bit of a uh, hopeful one was the chap Raksaki, who was at uh, Charlton last season, did really well. That, that could be a bit, a bit of a bit of a stretch. I like Sam Smith at Cambridge, who's now officially released. 
Um, and there's a few coming down from the championship, which I updated the guys on a little while ago that, that all sound like interesting potential moves. But uh, well, the, the retained list still aren't all published yet, so it's still re- reasonably early days. Um, but yeah, we, um, I think the, the people still on the list are, are all fairly sensible shouts. That sounds that that all sounds pretty reasonable to me. Yeah, Ian, Ian, what are you, are you familiar with uh, Carl Stockton? Well, I was I was about to mention Stockton because okay, yeah, I I but he's um, who is it? It's 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 St Mirren that's got him. Has someone he's signed him? Yeah, yeah, someone look at. I, I'm on my phone, so I can't look it up myself. But yeah, he's already gone. So, so I was a bit disappointed about. Really? Tell you I, what, we should have done some research. Cole Stockton. Um, no, it, it says as of now he's without a club. Okay. No, okay. okay. I, I've got. Well, I might be wrong. I've got Lincoln mulling over free transfer for Cole Stockton. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, maybe that's a really bad shout then. But yeah, I'm. But I'm a big fan anyway. Yeah. 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 He was top of my list. He was top of my yeah, list. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think Elliot Watt from That's what uh, I said. Salford. That's what I said, Ian. Yeah. Yes. When, <laughs> saw him saw him when he when he was at Bradford yeah. and played uh, not last season maybe. And I was really like the look of him. I thought he was really good. Oh my wait, is he the one that's at Salford? Yeah. I yeah. watched Salford's playoff semi-final the other day live good. at Salford. Is he good? I don't know. No, he he's, a good, he's a good passer of the ball. I'm telling you, I'd, he controls I'd, that centre mid. If he's not standing out in a... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Anything, any other moment from the season, Ian, before you... Oh, he's Scottish as well. Wow. No, do you know, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, it's that, I, I think... I just think the whole Jay Stonefield thing in general, I think it's been so good and so positive for the club that I'm going to nail that one to the mass bit, I think. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very yeah. much, Ian. Thanks for coming on to the uh, pod and Thanks, come Ian. on again. All right, cool. I will do. Brilliant. Thank you, Ian. Thank right. you, mate. Cheers. 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 Bye. Are you, are you there, Paul? I am. I'm sorry. Hey. Was... Yes, I'm here. How are you doing? I'm doing okay now. I'm speaking to you, of course. Smashing. Thanks for coming on the uh, the pod. Where are you? I'm in sunny Exmouth. Oh, lovely. Very nice. So how long have you been supporting Exeter for? 64. 64? 1964, 65 season. Oh, wow. I'm, a, I'm the same age as John, really. But, you know, well, I look the same age as John. <laughs> <laughs> So this past season, what's been your favourite, least favourite moment? Uh, I'll go for the least favourite. I think it's two get two away games I watched on iFollow. And I think John was at both of them. The Shrewsbury game, when we were 2-0 up and they flipping scored their winner in the third minute of bloody injury time. Yeah. And, and the great goal from Sam Nombe at Bristol Rovers. Already headed it over... But you know their keeper. Maybe. Is that is that your favourite one, the, the Bristol Rovers one? I think I mean, there's, there's, you know, we, you know, Stanhope one, you know, brilliant story and everything, and, and yeah. you know, and the hat trick's fantastic, and it's been mentioned anyway, isn't it? So I, I had to think of um, the Sam Lombi one to sort, yeah, to, you know, to stuff it to um, Mr. Barton was uh, wonderful. You know, after being <laughs> like two 0 up and three two down. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be on on the radio for that game, and I didn't. It's one of the it's one of the only times since I've started since I've been doing the radio where I didn't actually know what to say. It was one of those where I just, I couldn't believe what I w- was unfolding in front of my eyes. Oh, I it remember was, listening to you, John. Yeah, I remember you listening. I was speechless for the first for the, for the, one of the first times in my life. You can ask anyone in my family, any of my friends. I've always got an answer, and that goal went in, and I didn't I didn't I couldn't believe it. I literally could not believe it was unfolding in front of me. That is a great shout, Paul, for for moment of the season. Because at that moment in time, we were sort of still in around hopes for a playoff spot. And yeah. we were like, oh, if we keep this up, we can sort of have a go. Fortunately, the, the wheels fell off, as so to speak. But um, no, really good, really good shout. Here, I've got a least favourite moment. Go on, go on. The flare. Oh, yes. The oh, famous flare at Chapman. The, yeah. the famous flare. Yeah, that... 
up there. He's that, up there with one of the worst. Yeah, that derailed it, didn't it? Yeah. Completely different game if that flare don't go off. Completely well, different I, game. Well, I think if that flare doesn't yeah, go off, of we, we were in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It changed the course of history, whoever threw that flare. Yeah. Can I add three plays to the, um, for, for last week's um, phone? Yes, in please. And I said this last season, last summer, and I thought no chance of getting him. But this summer, I think we're in with Cole Stockton. It's got to be. Well, we just mentioned him, and appar- apparently Derby and... Um, yeah, so what? Some... so what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attitude. You what know, is the attitude? I like that, Paul. I mean, have you, have you, either of you seen YouTube, uh, his goals the last two seasons? I've seen his yeah. highlights, yeah. Look, yeah. You know, he's... He's a big bloke, but he's mobile, isn't he? And yeah, I've got to be honest with you. When I saw him at home last game of the season, he wasn't trying. I know he scored a he scored two, but he, that shows he, what he, if he could do that he, without trying. He didn't. He didn't have any service. If he was playing for us alongside Sam, forty goals between them. Wow, you heard it here first. Yeah. Wow. And the other anyone else? Anyone yeah, else? Paul? Um, Kyle Joseph. He's at Swansea. They paid five hundred thousand from Wigan for him. He paid ten games for him. Didn't you know, he's a striker? Didn't score Ooh. a goal, so they stuck him Oxford last season on loan. Scored ten for them, including two at SJP when they beat us four two. Oh wow! He's only like twenty twenty one. I don't think we could. I don't think we could. Ha- buy him or anything but if he's not going to be in Swansea's we measure be first in the queue for a loan and the other player is Nick Powell he's just been released by Stoke he was at Man U they they paid six million for him in well years ago he only played he only played three games for Man U but he did score but he's he started off at Crewe he played for he's played for Gary has it? Oh, at Wigan. Oh, at Wigan. Yeah, he's only tw- he's still only twenty nine, and he scored about I don't know fifty odd goals in his career. He's like midfield player more, you know. He probably could- oh, is that where it- he plays midfield? Yeah, he's six foot, so he's not. He could play in the Giovanni role, I think. Is that a cuckoo? Have you got a cuckoo? <laughs> got a cuckoo clock, not a real cuckoo. Well, not. <laughs> <laughs> Be a bit funnier here. Yeah. I think um, just just so we're clear again, everybody, this is a suggestion, yeah. not who we should sign or we're going to sign or let's not get on anybody's case. That is Paul's suggestion. Yeah, but I like the little connection with Gary. I always like the Gary connection. The, the only I think it'd be a brilliant signing. Obviously, I think it, I think I don't think it's overly unrealistic either. There's probably a lot of interest, but I don't think it's overly unrealistic given the connection with Gary. The only thing I think will be a problem is the wages. I'm yeah, sure yeah, maybe so. But I mean, he, he's played. You know, he started off. At, he hadn't been like in big clubs all his life. He started off at Crew. Yeah, no, it's very so, true. You know, very true. You know, he, you know, he might not. He might get championship, but if he doesn't, League One, well. You never know. He came on as substitute on the 15th of September 2012 for Ryan Giggs. Scored his first goal for United in the 82nd minute after receiving a pass from Javier Hernandez. Wow. You at the game, David? Was I? No. Weirdly. No, I missed that one. Thank you very much, Paul. Thanks for calling up. Yeah, and there's two two good websites you can find lots of information about the the, the EFL the the FL seventy two, which you get all the rumours from the clubs and the reporters in their area, and the real EFL. So you have a look at those two sites, and you find out lots of things. Ah, the seventy two. Yeah, seventy two is quite Ooh. good. Look at Colonel Trandy. <laughs> Well, have, you, have you been on those websites? That's where he's nicked some of the ideas from. Amongst others. Thank you very much, Paul. That's right. Thank, Thank you, Paul. Yeah, you're, and you're, call you're, up again. Yeah, I will. You have a good evening. And you. Have a good evening. Yeah, bye. Have you got any, any, any other facts in your back book? Yeah, well, I, I, think, I don't think we'd got through all the Delhi Bashiri facts yet, had we? So, uh, yes, um, 
Well, during that um, caller interlude, um, I can confirm that it would cost him £6,650 a month, circa, uh, in repayments. So the fact he earns five grand a week, not bad. Still got 14 grand to play with on a monthly basis. Not bad. I wouldn't want that debt, um, though. Sorry, just so, to recap, um, we're talking about Deli Bashiru's monthly repayments. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's, he's looking at a, a, a 900 grand to a million pound house, roughly. Um, I had a look into it. You know, he could live in Sheffield, stay in Sheffield, or move to Exeter. He's looking at a five bed either way, really. Um, what, in Exeter? Probably. Well, either. Let's really, have a little look. See a five bed in Exeter. The Exeter, the Exeter ones are a little bit more characterful. They're, uh, you know, they've got a nice bay windows. You know, nice kind of three stories. A um, little bit of extra research. Um, his brother plays for Watford. Just, just Ooh. gone back there, I think, after uh, alone. So, if he stays in Sheffield, it's 160 miles to Watford to go and see his brother. If he moves to Exeter, it's 210 miles to go and see his brother. So a little bit further. But it depends if he likes his brother. True. And it depends, he might want and, to get and, further away. And it depends on traffic, obviously. Um, I'll tell you what, there's some lovely £1.6 million houses in Exeter. Well, I'm looking at this one. Uh, 875, so you can probably get save a bit of money there. And it backs out onto the Golf and Country Club. And it's a nice big garden, so you can kick a ball around. Sorry, this is actually really interesting me. So if I wanted to buy an a million pound house, I'd have to earn £5,000 a week to get a mortgage on it. No, no, no. So his mortgage is 6000 as well. Circa, obviously, you know, other uh, many lenders are available. <laughs> but 6650 would be his monthly repayment, but he's actually earning 20 grand a month before tax, oh, according to David's website. Like I actually do, I am not looking forward to getting a house. It sounds so boring. Boring. It's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I don't, what am I? Do, what, I don't know what. I don't know what any of this means. So I'd need to earn twenty grand a month to better afford a house in the a million pound price range, basically. Not necessarily. No, but it helps. Yeah. <laughs> but a little, little bit more research I did because he's yeah. twenty-two. Um, he's 22. So, 22. What? 22? Yeah. Rattling around in a million pound house in Exeter. Yeah, 22. I'll tell you what, he'd he's, get all uh, the ladies at time, please. I'm telling you, he'd get all the ladies. So, so funny you should say that, John. I was just going to come on to that. Okay. So he's 22. He's he's going to like to go out on a... Oh, well, obviously, yeah. Honestly, on a match day. sorry, Andy. Just cut, if, if and when, well, when we sign players, obviously this is a go-to section. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what what should happen is we should be we should have exclusive rights with the football club to be the first people to interview him after the football club, whoever comes in. So like that we can do we can get Colonel Trandy on and we can get Colonel Trandy to promote all the sort of nightclubs where he should buy his house. Right move. Right, yeah. Uh, sort of best supermarkets, place to avoid. Yeah. Not that there is many places to avoid in Exeter, but place to avoid. So if he was in, uh, if he went to Exeter, I've got I've got timepiece here. Yeah, quality. I've got I've got the vaults. Okay, interesting. I, I believe vaults is a, is a is a gay gay bar. I believe. Well, I mean. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just stating for the for the listeners that I, vaults is is a gay bar. Yeah, I was completely what is a gay bar? when I was making this. Movie. I don't I don't know. I've this is a fun fact. I've queued up for vaults like five times and I've never gone in. What you not haven't been allowed in or? No, no, it's just always so busy that we just go, oh, we'll go somewhere else. But what is a gay bar? I don't know. I guess it's like, well, like in Manchester, there's like gay village, isn't there? So like, there's like a whole strip full of sort of like gay bars. But I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is between. Do you a know what bar. a gay bar is, Colonel Trendy? I mean, gay, gay village in Manchester is like the place place to go. It's brilliant. Right, this is Canal Street, is it? Is it? Not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just good, good local knowledge, that. Um, um, so, <laughs> so from uh, also, I've got Unit One. What's Unit One, John? Uh, I've never been to Unit One, but I have heard some stories. I'm going to get in trouble for uh, what? For, uh, I'm not trying to diminish these places by any means. I'm just sort of trying to give more context. Well, what is it? What is it like a industrial estate? No, I think I think it's up by the ground. Unit One, not far from the ground. 
Oh, is it like a disco? No, disco. What do I sound like? What is it? Is it like a nightclub? Yeah, it's a nightclub, I believe. I think it's a bar during the day, a nightclub at night, I think. Okay, very but nice I've never, been, I've never been, personally. Very it's nice, too. Um, the, the, the opposite there, if he stayed in Sheffield, he's got code, he's got corporation, he's got lead mill. So, you know... I wonder how many of those he's been to. An embarrassment of riches, did you say? Well, in a way. I, I expect he's done them all in one evening before. <laughs> but then I've got, in Exeter, there seems to be a lot of... If he likes gin... There does, there does seem to be a lot of gin bowls in Exeter or or cocktail places. Right. Um, I'll, got... I'll, gi- I'll give a suggestion, and I know the players are aware, well, absolutely love this place, but the Terrace in Exeter is, is a go-to the terrace. for the players. Yeah, it's it's expensive. I've made the mistake of going in there before, but it's uh, it's great. It's lovely. Okay, it's what, what, what they go there for after the match for a drink? Yeah, I think I think they go for a drink there after the match. They get a little booth, they chill out, relax. So, so John, if I wanted to after a match, if I sort of waltzed down to Exeter and went to the terrace and just had a couple of drinks and a nice little cheeky snack, is there a good chance I'll see them at some point in there? If you went enough times, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't think they go there every week, and I don't think it's a common thing. But I know that that's the players go to, if they are going to go out and enjoy a drink and take their partners or go with go with each other. They'll go there. Oh, I bet they're over the moon that we're promoting it then. Everyone knows that. I think it's pretty common knowledge. Right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. And like, you can't really go near them. Like, they normally pay more money to be like away from people. Um, four stars out of five for the terrace. Google reviews. Mm-hmm. Very good too. Yeah. Eight, eight pounds. Fantastic or so restaurant for a... bar. Really friendly staff. Fantastic cocktails, all handmade. The food was delicious, and the cocktails were even better. Imagine if you're just joining. If you're just joining the pod, um, this is the highs and lows of the season. <laughs> this is a low. This is a personal low. <laughs> I've got, got two, two fast facts. Fast facts. So the oldest player to appear in League One this season. Oh, that's a great fact. Oh, can He's, I have a guess? Oh, bloody yeah. hell! Oh, the oldest. oldest can we have his age first? Uh, 39. Flipping hell. 39. That's actually a really great question. Is he played against us this season? I think so. Wow. That's going to bug me that I don't know that, actually. Oh, this Oh, you're going to have to tell us. You're going to have to tell us, Colonel. Little bit of background as well. When he was born, Pipes of Peace by Paul McCartney was number one. Wow. Uh, John might even know what that is. No. And and, uh, this player this season, by playing football this season, is playing... He's older than Tom Hanks was when he filmed Forrest Gump. He's also three years older than John Cleese when he made Forty Towns. Yeah. Yeah. 39. Um, it's uh, Bristol Rovers, Glenn Whelan. Glenn wow. Whelan, the oldest player to have played. Yeah. Yeah. Still got it. Still got it, I think, Glenn Whelan. I think he's still got a bit about him. Bloody hell. He looks 39. Yeah, he's been around the block. Man City, Sheffield Wednesday, Stoke City, Aston Villa. Cool. He's had a career, though, isn't he? Yeah. Oh my word! It, he was his, when he became a professional at Manchester City. I w- wasn't born yet. Wonder where you were. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> Wonder where you were. Even Daddy Beard doesn't know where you were. Nope. No, let's <laughs> move on. Uh, youngest player who. It, 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 it's probably tough because um, there's a few few players been blooded in the uh, in, in some of the competitions. Um, but I'll tell you, I'll just tell you, it's Plymouth Freddie Isaka. Um, he was born in July 2006. What? 16 years, three months, and number one when he was born was Lily Allen. Smile. Piss off. That's a tune. Piss off. Yeah, yeah. 16. Ridiculous. He played in League One this year. 
Yeah, he played. Uh, I think in, it was in the Papa John's. It must have been. Wow. May have been. May have been. That's incredible. Um, that's, yeah. no, 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 no. Isaka made his league debut, appearing as a substitute wow. against Lincoln City. One all draw. Unbelievable. That's amazing. That is incredible. Wow. That's two fantastic fast facts. <laughs> amazing. This is what Colonel Trandy's all about. Yeah, it's not just about, uh, well, you know, everything you need to know about lower league football. This was a low moment for me. That was neither a low nor a high. We didn't know where we were when Gary it was, it was sort of a, It was anticipation, Anticipation. We were like, okay. But okay. excitement. Oh. Yeah. Bags of it. Yeah. Bags of it. Yeah. I mean. I pissed my pants four weeks ago <laughs> and didn't tell you. What? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. I don't know. You're, you're Joe. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I didn't tell you. I forgot to tell you. I was. I no, just... I don't mess around now. Because, because how old are you? You haven't. No. No, I didn't just not... go. Oh no! But when I went to the toilet, I was like, oh no, I'm done. That sort of the final push, as it were. And so I was like, I'm sodden. <laughs> as I made my way back to the seat, I'm sodden. Yeah, that was a low moment. I, I remember thinking, oh well, I've got to sit here now with wet legs. You do realise <laughs> thousands of people listen to this. Oh, well, they've all done it. Everyone's nodding in agreement. Yeah, we've all been there, mate. 15 clubs changed their manager this season in League One. 18 of them. For, hang on a minute. Uh, and 18 departures in total, but 15 different clubs changed their manager. So some of those, some of those uh, changes... Some of those clubs had more than one uh, more, more than one departure. Who? You can have to give me a minute. I think Derby might have had more than they might have had a caretaker and then moved on again. Uh, actually, would you class Exeter's with Kevin Nicholson? Yeah, I think you would be classed. But I just I, I can't believe we've just segued from that to this like that. That is the most incredible segue in podcast history. I just thought they needed a handbrake turn at that <laughs> yeah. moment. Yeah, it really did. It really did. That's a lot of managers. 15. What's that, half the league? Yeah, 24, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Cool, you don't have long, do you? You don't have long as a manager. No, you don't get, you don't get a lot of... You really you don't. don't. Get, it's don't really get, stressful. When will we um, start hearing, like, definite transfers, Colonel Trent? Not till the, not to the end. Not to the end. Not to the end of what? The wind near the end of the window. Not not with us. It's just the way it is. You you get what you get the pick of the, the bunch. What's left? I'll be very surprised if we if we hear anything in in the in the in the near future at all. I'll be very very surprised. What, so we get all the players that no one wants, or the players that have gone under the radar, or yeah, we won't be the ones sort of paying for players, and it'll be I will I can pretty much stake uh, my life savings on the fact that we won't be anywhere near the first few to make signings. Maybe a few loans here and there if we're trying to get them done early, but anything permanent will probably be uh, later on in the window. So when it, when are you, when do you reckon? 
But when do you reckon we'll hear our first? If you're if you're a betting when, man, what's the date that the window shuts? I reckon you know like in, in the month, and like the last month of the window. Well, August. Yeah, is it, is it finished in August now, or does there's different? It changed, didn't it? No, it, yeah, it's August, end of August. Yeah, end of August. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd imagine, well, I'd imagine we'd have a few done by the pre-season games, so like start of August, you know, and that sort of time, uh, like maybe a bit before, but I think a lot of it will be late. We just don't have the, we just don't have the, that come here factor, do we? Unfortunately, we can't pay the wages that most teams can pay and we're absolutely miles away. So that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the way it is. Blimey. Sorry to put a damp- damper on the mood. I hope I hope that's uh, I hope people are happy with that statement because I think it's true. I think it'll be. I'm pretty sure it'll be late. Oh, right, right, I was expecting to, to hear some stuff in the next few weeks, but I mean, you'll you'll start to hear rumours and like things like that, like serious rumours that we can sort of that'll have an actual spinal cord to them, not just sort of you know the X-web rumours that you hear or whatever or whoever's. I've never heard of a rumour having a spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like it. Rumours that have a spinal cord. Yeah, I like that. Not not just baseless comments. Oh, this person's sort of like free or whatever. You know, Colonel Trandy's been sort of giving us who is available, who can sign. But it'll cut them in the coming weeks. We'll start to hear who will be signing, who we are interested in. Right. Okay. Anything else, Colonel Trandy, before we uh, we'll go to bed? Uh. Well, you know, how, how long have you got? <laughs> um, so, so, I've got... Let's do three more things. Okay. What do you uh, call this section? This is called Three More Things. <laughs> I like it. So you got fast facts. Yeah, you got... Three last things. Three, three last things. Three last things. Three last things. Yeah. So, I think a, the non-Exeter moment of the season... Okay. Um, Just to to bring it back to that, um, which I think it was the game of the season, was Charlton 4, Ipswich 4, earlier in the season, 29th of October, as we we know. Um, In that game, it was 1-0 at half-time to Ipswich. Wow. Wow. Um, So the, the, the scoring pattern of the game... So, 1-0 just before half-time it switched. Then 2-0 it switched. Charlton got one back, 2-1. Then back to 2-2. Then it went to 2-3 in the 91st minute for Chip for Ipswich. And then 2-4, So, there were four goals after 90 minutes in that game. I'm watching well, it. I'm watching it now. What it, it, moment of the season? Quite unbelievable. But, um, so that was Charlton yeah, Ipswich. Charlton Ipswich, four goals in injury time. That's incredible. Um, quite unbelievable. Um, Ipswich scored a lot of goals. They scored six goals twice. I'm not going to mention who one of those opponents was. Um, and uh, obviously got promoted. Um, they also signed the most expensive player in the league. Yeah. Who? Leaf Davis, left back. Yeah, good player. Good player. Bought in for 1.2 million. Wow. 1.2 million in League One. Bloody um, it. We're struggling. And, and We're struggling, aren't we, the, against the big he was boys? In the team of the season and got 14 assists from left back. So it was a reasonable move. 14 assists. Wow. 14 assists from left back. Um, the second one is uh, we mentioned Josh Windass last week and everyone uh, scoffed. At his availability, um, but little quick fact on his dad. So Josh's yeah. dad, Dean. I can't believe that's off. his dad. I can't believe Dean Wendes is his dad. I'm old. Mm. So Dean, I've, I, I watched the. I had a free ticket to uh, the playoff final at Wembley when he scored the winner for Hull against wow. Bristol City. Um, that was a um, terrible game, but um, a memorable goal. Um, so he was once Dean, this is, was once sent off three times in one SPL game. <laughs> what? Uh, this was, this was Aberdeen <laughs> against Dundee. Yeah. Um, he got two yellow cards, equals red. He then abused the referee 
He got a second suspension. And then on the way off the pitch, he obliterated the corner flag and got a third red card. Wow. So he had a significant ban for getting sent off three times in one. Never period. heard of that. I didn't know that was possible. That is that's an incredible fact. Um, so um, yeah, I'm nice watching that Ipswich v Charlton game, and an Ipswich player just scored, and someone jumped on his back and rode him like a horse, sort of whipping him, pretending to whip him. Okay, second best moment of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. and then, I mean, my last fact. Last is, the three is, last things. Last three last things. Yeah, the final. It's, uh, it's uh, Trandy's final fact. Um, and it is um, so in all of football currently, the longest serving players, the fourth place in the longest serving players list of all. What time, does that mean, longest serving for one club? club? So they've been in the same club. Yeah. So this player. Um, has been at the same club for 20 years and 10 months. Um, still no confirmation of a contract this season, but this is Dean Lewington. At oh, yeah. He's been at the same club since he was, I think, possibly kind of 15, 16. Wow. Now in his late 30s, nearing his 21st birthday playing for MK Don. That's amazing. Yeah, Dean. He's he's made like he's made a stupid amount of appearances for them, isn't he? He may even have been involved when they were Wimbledon. That is crazy. <clears throat> he may have been part of them when they were Wimbledon, and then they, he actually went up there with them. Yeah, he was. Yeah, crazy. That's absolutely crazy. That is amazing. These are one like the three last things is a super. Yeah, this section. is. Yeah, we need a jingle for it. New jingle. I mean, you could say it's very similar to Fast Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... But it's not. Wow, oh, MK Dons is younger than me. The football club is younger than me. Yeah. I don't, I don't like labelling them, really. They just, you know... Yeah. It's a Well, I think... I think you've redeemed yourself. Yeah. Colonel Trout. Wonderful Colonel Trout. Not, not the... Not that you needed to redeem yourself. No, not at all. We're fully behind you. And I mean, if you get stick for this, then I just don't, I don't know what's happening with the world. Oh, that Exeter will find a way. That's, yeah, that's why a lot of my facts were not about Exeter. Right. <laughs> we've, made, we've, we've pushed our own stato off, not wanting to make Exeter stats. Of course. Yeah, you're going to get a load of shit from like the, the managers of the nightclubs. Your sarcastic tone mentioning Unit Twenty One. No, no, no. That's good. Uh, that's good promo. All the all the nightclubs that Colonel Trandy mentioned come with my highest appraisal. Volts, Timepiece, Terrace, Unit One. You've never been in Volts. No, but I've heard good things about it. Okay. Very good things about it. Okay. Lovely queue. Uh, yeah. F- fever down the road. Not bad. Just, just been redone. So there's loads of good places. Get yourself out in Exeter, guys. <laughs> Right. Thank you very much, Colonel Trandy, for all your You're work. Welcome. Um, can't wait to see the response from everyone. Uh, fa- thank you, uh, John. No, no worries. If and when we hear any uh, transfer gossip. Yeah, if it's while I'm on holiday, g- give me a call. We'll do it. Yeah, do and exactly if, if we're all about, let's uh, do a, I've heard this, let's, let's, and, it's, and it's pretty good uh, information. Let's bloody go for it. <laughs> yes. Okay. And uh, Andy, if you've got, if you hear anything, make sure you, you text someone. Any anything from the Fabrizio Colonel Trandy. I'd love it if Julian got in touch with you, Julian Tag, and just said, Andy, I like your style. I can slip you little bits of info. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I, will, I, will, <laughs> I will certainly, uh, I will certainly let you know if I hear anything on the. Uh, on the grapevine you need to you need to be you need to be uh, the Twitter it's the same as Fabrizio Romano on Twitter you need to be like here we go Exit City are going to sign yeah you've I, got to have I, your I, own you've got to have your right. own um, catchphrase well it's as it stands as it, as it stands uh, well as it stands kind of I suppose is a it, it gives me a get out it gives me a get out in case it goes wrong yeah okay um, well <laughs> thank you very much uh, men and women and uh Speak to you soon. See ya.
Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye.